Here is thy radio theater channel podcast for download. The RTC still has old timeth radio on live streaming. And if to be true, tis music thee loveth, tune in to the RTC music channel. Thee can findeth links to both channels and more on our website at oldtimeradiolisten.com. Welcome, one and all, to the Radio Theater Channel's Thanksgiving Parade of Shows 2022. I'm Smiling Spike Standish, your host and parade commentator. Well, it is a beautiful day here in Radioland. Just right for a parade, as the crowds here know full well. And it looks like we're starting off the parade this year with some wonderful tunes. Here's Kay Kaiser with his orchestra, followed by the chairman of the board himself, Frank Sinatra. Thank you. 
grammar school romances. I miss the junior prom and graduation dances. The gossip in assembly hall. I'm homesick. That's all. I miss the game that hangs around at Miller's, devouring chocolate sodas with those whipped cream fillers. The girl I promised I would call. That's all. I miss the midnight services on Christmas Eve, and the joy when Christmas morning came. I miss the scramble for the wishbone every Sunday. And the big Thanksgiving football game. I miss the times I had to set the table. I miss the rolls my mother made when she was able. The fragrant bonfires in the fall. That's all. I miss the times I had to set the table. I miss the rolls my mother made when she was able. The fragrant bonfires in the fall. I'm homesick. That's to old blue eyes to have us all feeling a little homesick. Our next float in our parade of shows features that delightful couple, George Burns and Gracie Allen. This Thanksgiving day, George is looking forward to a quiet little dinner for two. So let's meet the people who live in the Burns house, George and Gracie. Boy, that turkey smells good. Oh, I'm glad, George. I love to cook for you. Really? Sure. That's half the fun of being married. Fixing things for you to put in that cute little tummy of yours. <laughs> what's, uh, what's so funny? Oh, I was just thinking. I take it out of one pot and you put never it in... Never mind, never mind. Never 
Anyway, it's nice just the two of us are having a nice little cozy Thanksgiving dinner. Oh, it will be cozy, won't it? Just you and me and the sailor. The sailor? Yes. I was at the Hollywood canteen last night, and I saw this sailor. He was dancing with Rita Hayworth, and Hedy Lamar was waiting to cut in. And I said to myself, oh, this poor lonesome boy, what can I do to give him a little pleasure? You, uh, you were sorry for the poor kid. Certainly. Here it is Thanksgiving, and he has no relatives to dance with, only strangers. Yes, he must have been miserable. Yes. So I invited him to dinner, and I, I want to do everything I can to make him feel at home. For example, he's used to the ocean, so I'll put salt in his water. That'll give him a nice appetite. Well, I hope so. I, I want to cram a lot of food into him so he'll come out even. He'll come out even? Yeah. Once in my life, I want to see a sailor whose pants are as tight in front as they are in back. <laughs> Well, I think it's a wonderful idea having a serviceman to share our Thanksgiving dinner. I'll get an extra chair. Oh, wait. I invited Joe uh, after I met Harry. You invited Joe after you met Harry? Yeah. Another sailor? Uh-huh. Mm, okay. Uh, that will make it two chairs. No, make it three, dear. Uh, Joe is bringing his buddy. They're inseparable. I see. Uh, uh, what's, uh, what's the buddy's name? Gertrude. <laughs> Uh, Gertrude. Yeah, she's hostess at the Dreamland. That's the sailor's buddy? Yeah. Well, I'll get another chair. It'll still be fairly cozy. Just the five of us, the sailors, will love it. Sure, sold a soldier. You invited a soldier to dinner, too? You are, I had to, George. He was all alone in front of a theater on the boulevard, and I never saw a hungrier expression on a boy's face. Really? Yeah. He, he just stood there staring at a billboard with Betty Grable's picture on it. Yes. What, they, what he needs is a big helping of mashed potatoes. Yeah. That's right. And I know he liked the way I planned to serve them. A bowl of potatoes and a bowl of peelings. Bowl of peelings? Well, he'll appreciate the potatoes more if he can look at the peelings that somebody else took off. <laughs> The soldier will like that. Yeah, so will his buddy. The soldier's bringing a buddy, too? Uh-huh. What's her name? Oh, it isn't a woman, George. These soldiers have been on the desert for six months. They've forgotten all about women. I've heard different. Okay, I'll get two more chairs. So, better make it three. Again, huh? Well, the sergeant can't stand up. <laughs> cozy little Thanksgiving dinner we're having. Oh, you like the sergeant. I think he must be the head guard at Fort Knox. Uh, what makes you think so? Well, he told me that he's in charge of more gold bricks than any sergeant in the army. I never knew one that didn't make that claim. Well, let's see. With three soldiers, we now have seven. Well, I guess we have enough chairs. Sure. The Marines can sit in the divan. Marines? Yeah. Marines love to sit on divans. Yes, especially with other Marines, yes. How many did you invite? Only two. Oh. But four are coming. <laughs> you see, they were together in Guadalcanal. Well, I'm tickled to death to have them, but I wonder if we'll have enough food for them. Oh, the Marines will probably bring along some butter and milk and cheese. Where, where will they get it? Well, George, don't you read books? 
Don't you go to the movies? Haven't you heard of the Guadalcanal Dairy? Silly of me not to be able to think of that. It was, certainly. Look, Gracie, I think it's a wonderful idea to have servicemen for Thanksgiving dinner, but uh, that's a turkey in the oven, not a P-38. Where shall we seat the flies? Oh, no. Yeah, well, I felt sorry for him, too. Last night at the canteen, he tripped while he was dancing with the loveliest girl there, and they fell right on the floor. Really? Uh-huh. And after he picked me up, I invited him to dinner. <laughs> what else could you do? Well, nothing. Sure. Well, the flyer brings our cozy little total to an even dozen, or is the flyer bringing a buddy, too? Well, How uh... many? How many are there in the crew of Flying Fortress? Gracie, we've only got one turkey. Oh, that's right, dear. They're used to coming in on a wing and a prayer. I guess so. And besides, I have it all figured out just what each one will get. Now, the pilot will get the neck. I see he sits up front. Yes. And the bombardier will get the dumplings. Regular blockbusters. The, the navigator will get the wings. Yes. And, George, you're going to join the crew. Uh, me? Yeah, you're gonna be the tail gunner I've been the tail gunner now for five Thanksgivings Well, this year I'll use some dressing for camouflage Thanks Gracie, do you realize how many people you've invited for dinner? Can you handle this thing? Oh, sure, the whack and the wave will help with the dishes you invited them, too? Well, won't it be cozy with a few girls around? This is going to be the coziest thing ever attempted. Well, yeah, and you know how girls love salads. So especially in their honor, I'm having a patriotic fruit salad. Sounds good. Oh, yes. I take a red apple and a white banana and a blue plum and stick them on a fork. Red, white, and blue. Cute, huh? Won't that be a little hard to eat? Oh, you don't eat it. You just wave it around. <laughs> That'll keep them thin. You see, George, I've tried to prepare something special for each branch of the service I invited to dinner. For example, my drop cookies. Therefore? The paratroops. Cozy little dinner. Well, George, I just couldn't leave out the paratroops. They've been doing such a grand fighting job. The Russians have been doing pretty well, too. I know. Do you think one bottle of vodka will be enough? <laughs> Don't tell me. Uh Uh-huh, a Russian sniper. Well, the only thing to do is to move the table and everything out in the yard and and save buffet style. Oh, we can't do that. Why not? The RAF boys are playing cricket back there. Call a doctor. (laughs) Oh, goodness. Leave it to Gracie to invite the entire Allied forces for Thanksgiving dinner. Now let's check in with Peg Lynch and family and see how Thanksgiving is going with The Couple Next Door. CBS Radio brings you The Couple Next Door, written by Peg Lynch and starring Peg Lynch and Alan Bunn. Betsy, will you run upstairs and get the stool from Mommy's dressing table? I'll sit on that. Well, at least two people can sit on the piano bench, dear. Why don't I sit on that with Betsy? No, I'm putting the children at a card table in the hall, oh. Aunt Effie. It makes it much easier. Yes, sir. Oh, oh, good morning, dear. Well, good morning. well, good morning. Hey, what are you and Aunt Effie doing up so early? I had to stuff the turkey, and 
And if you had to make the pumpkin pie. <laughs> now, if you'll please eat your breakfast so we can get the breakfast dishes done, get the kitchen cleaned up. Before you do that, though, would you get the extra table leaves out of the closet, honey, so we can get the table set? Yeah, sure. But, golly, our families are not due here until noon. Well, we want to get it hurry? done. We want to get it done, dear, and get the chairs put around, you know. Mommy? Silver on. Yes, dear? When are we going to have the presents? What's so funny? Nothing, dear. <laughs> just that you're so anxious. Well, Aunt Effie and Daddy and I are just as anxious as you are to give out the presents we brought back from Europe. And we'll give them out before dinner. Yes. Are we going to wrap them up with pretty paper and ribbons? No, oh, I should say we are. We'll all do that when we get the table set. Hmm? Look, you'd better make sure that we got something for everybody. Oh, oh I'm sure yes, we yeah, We'll we check do. that, dear. I'm oh, sure we, we do. Mm-hmm. You get out the movie projector and make sure that works. I want to see our pictures. <laughs> oh, yeah, I hey, i got to splice all that film together, too. Well, there's John. It's time. You eat your breakfast. <laughs> This is Galen Drake. Say, would you like to know a modern, fast way to get temporary relief from minor rheumatic and arthritic pain? Well, just use new Minute Rub. You see, Minute Rub is greaseless, it won't stain, it smells good, it feels cool, and it works fast. And Minute Rub works fast without burning your skin. Now, as I told you, it's greaseless. Not like some of those old-fashioned, smelly greasy things that used to rub off on your clothing and bed linens. New Minute Rub is the modern greaseless rub to help relieve minor rheumatic and arthritic pain. By the way, it's great for cold miseries and minor aches, too. New Minute Rub. Try it out, will you? Now, I've got the table all set. Good. Don't you think we ought to put the turkey in the oven? What time did you plan to eat? Well, I don't know, Zach. I, I didn't plan to eat much before two. Oh, mm-hmm. Two? Two o'clock? Isn't that kind of late? I don't oh. think so, dear. Everyone said they planned to arrive about noon. Well, you know your sister. She's always late. Mm-hmm. We'll be lucky if Dorothy and Harry and Buddy arrive by two. Yes, I should say. And you <laughs> said we could give out the presents before dinner. Yes, dear, <laughs> we will, we will. Well, now, why don't we plan to eat at three, then? Hmm? Three? Oh, well. no, everybody will be starved. Oh. They've all got quite a ways to come, don't forget. They'll be hungry when they get here. I hope so. Well, we could give them some coffee, maybe, some little uh, sandwiches just to tide them over until we yeah, eat. Right. I mean, while well, I know, but while we're opening the presents we have for them, you know. Oh, yes, that's a good idea. I think at three is too late to have dinner. If we eat too early, then we have to give them supper before they leave, and I certainly don't feel like getting two meals for a crowd like that. It's going to be 18 of us. Mm. Oh, the table looks lovely, and that's <laughs> a nice centerpiece. Well, uh, Betsy, help me. Ah. I went outside and got some pretty autumn leaves. Well, it mm-hmm. looks just lovely. <laughs> I think three is too late to have dinner. You, you know, my mother, look, she won't want to start home late, and she hates to drive at night. So... We can't show the movie film until it gets fairly dark anyhow. Well, the turkey takes about 20 minutes to the pound, so we have to figure on that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, listen, dear. Hmm? I wish you would please sharpen the carving knife now. <laughs> 
Not waiting till everybody's seated and the turkey's on the table getting cold. Yeah, okay, okay. I always forget yeah, that. Well, uh, that isn't what gets the food cold. It's your Grandpa Piper saying grace, as he always insists on doing and goes on forever. Yes, I know. You better say grace today, dear. Yeah. Me? Oh, no, no, no. His feelings would be hurt. Why can't I say grace? We learned a nice one in Sunday school. Oh, That's yeah. a very good idea, dear. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Today, Betsy can say it. Grandpa can hardly object to her saying grace. No. <laughs> you know, I don't know why it is, but your Grandpa Piper always picks Thanksgiving when everybody's sitting at the table starving to practically give a sermon. <laughs> Goodness, I'll never forget one time you were a little boy, and it was quite a family reunion, and he just went on and on for about, oh, 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Finally, your great Aunt Bertha, she was 92 at the time, opened her eyes and said, Clarence, God also helps those who help themselves. And the food's getting cold. (laughs) (laughs) Then she reached over and helped herself to potatoes. (laughs) That's That's funny. funny. I don't remember her at all. Oh, it's too bad you don't. She was quite a person. She took up horseback riding when she was 88. (laughs) Now, yes. That's funny, my Well, now, what have you decided to do about the turkey? Well, Mm -hmm. I suppose we ought to put it in. It's uh, 22 pounds, and at 20 minutes to the pound... Well, it'll take at least four, five, six hours. Yeah, if it takes 20 minutes to the pound, that'd be be seven hours for a 21-pound turkey. Yes, but you uh, you know, the larger the bird, the less the time you need to cook it. Well, we better put it in now. Then it'll be done by two, anyhow. If we decide to eat then, and and if Dorothy isn't late. Or if we eat later, we can keep it in the warming oven while we make the gravy and... Mash the potatoes and all that. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll, I'll go and put it on, then. Did you get the film spliced, dear? Uh, no, no, I was just starting. I got the splicer out. Oh. Where is the turkey? Oh, I'm sorry, Aunt Effie. It's not in the refrigerator. I couldn't get it in. After I stuffed it this morning, I put that on the screen porch to stay cold. Oh, all right, dear. I'll get it. Oh, I just love Thanksgiving with the families coming, don't you, dear? Oh, sure. Doesn't <laughs> make a lot of work for you. Oh, well, it's worth it. And this will be an especially nice one because we really can tell all about our trip to Europe and know that we're telling it to people who really want to hear, huh? Yeah, sure. <laughs> There's no turkey out here. Yeah. Oh, I said it on the porch chair. Oh, oh get, get away, get away. Get away. Get away. Oh, God, heavens, what oh, is it? Well, Aunt Emily, it's a Bessie, dear, I don't think he ate too much of it at all, but he certainly chewed the whole thing. Can't we just rinse it off? No. No, dear, we can't just rinse it off. Look at this thing. How did he get that thing? I suppose he was on the porch and dragged it off a chair and out the door and down the steps. Well, who left the porch door open? I don't know. Nobody's even been out this way. You... You, you went off to the store. Well, I went out through the uh, back door and came in through the garage. That's it. You did. You went outdoors to, to get leaves for the centerpiece, didn't I you? I went out the front door, Daddy. Well, it doesn't matter who left the screen door open. That's hardly the point now. There's going to be 18 people for dinner and no turkey. How much damage did he do? He didn't eat much, but he chewed on it all over. We can't eat it at all. No, this is great. This is just great. What are we going to do? <sighs> Take everybody out to dinner, oh. I guess. 18 oh. of us. Do you realize how much that? That would cost? What choice do we have? You have two large roast beasts in the freezer. Now, let's get those out. 
I can't get two roast beefs in my oven, Aunt Abby. Roast beef? Gee, it isn't Thanksgiving without turkey. Wait a minute. Where did, where did you get this one? Patterson's Farm. Shall I call and see if they have any left? No, no, look. I'll, dri- I'll drive right out there. Sometimes when you explain an emergency in person, people are more likely to help yes, you. Yes, yeah. that's now, true. Now, look, what do I do with the car key? I don't know. Gee, if we don't have a turkey, we won't have much to be thankful for this Thanksgiving. Why, <laughs> Betsy, of course we do. What a thing to say. While we're waiting for Daddy, we'll make a list of the things we have to be thankful Why, for. yes. My goodness, Betsy. I guess your mommy and I better teach you the real meaning of Thanksgiving. Everybody knows, certainly you listening now do, the convenience and pleasure in listening to CBS Radio's winning seven daytime serials. Millions of homes are beamed in on our couple next door as they celebrate Thanksgiving their own light-hearted way. Today being Thanksgiving, most listeners are keeping us company in their homes as they make their own holiday observances. CBS Radio's winning seven daytime serials, the only listening of its kind on the air today, is welcome listening during housework and for accompaniment to many other occupations and preoccupation as well. Ma Perkins, the second Mrs. Burton, young Dr. Malone, Whispering Streets, Helen Trent, Right to Happiness, and our own couple next door keep America continuously engrossed in their day-to-day adventures in living. They'll keep right on doing it as long as so many of you continue to enjoy the different sound of CBS Radio. Here it is. I got it. Got the last turkey they had. Boy, it's a 28-pounder, but I guess that's why it was left. Anyhow, we have a turkey. We have news for you. The folks aren't coming. Folks aren't coming? Apparently, the weather is terrible there. It started snowing last night, and they've all been debating whether to come or not all morning. Finally, it's turned to sleep. The roads are dangerous, so your sister called your mother, said they didn't want to start out. Then your mother called my mother. Well, anyhow, they're not coming. Oh. I think we're getting it, too. Look at the sky getting down. Yes, oh, great. Here we are, then, with a 28-pound turkey for us. Well, you better freeze it. Otherwise, we'll have turkey for two weeks. I tried to call you out at Patterson's Farm, but the line just kept being busy all the time. Well, put it in the freezer. Look, I'll take you all out to dinner, then Betsy can have turkey anyhow. Oh, <laughs> what a day. Well, while I put the turkey in the freezer, reading hmm. Betsy's list of what she has to be thankful for. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Well, I don't think it's so funny. Here. Wait, look at this. I'm thankful I'm old enough to be a brownie girl scout. I'm thankful I can blow a bigger bubble than Susie with my bubble gum. Oh, no. I, I don't think it's so funny. It goes on like that. Read it. Not a word about being thankful for her mommy or daddy or a nice house to live in. Or even that she had a wonderful trip to Europe. Nothing not a word about. Here, here. She's thankful she's got her two big front teeth now so she can spit through them like Johnny Elwin does. My God, she can, really? That's wonderful. Oh, really? <laughs> well, look, I never could. Honey, you always expect too much of her. Look, she's eight years old, for heaven's sake. This is her world. I told her to make a list of things that were really important to her. She doesn't even mention us. Honey, now that I have children, I'm only just beginning to appreciate my own parents and what they had to put up with me. When you were eight years old, what what was the most important thing to you now? 
My bicycle. <laughs> all right. Then stop worrying, will you, and get ready, all of you. We're going out to dinner. Now, yeah. another thing to be thankful for. No dishes. Yes. Your man needs a lift after a busy day. Start your dinner with Campbell's Chicken Noodle Soup. Good hot soup makes good things begin to happen. It perks up the appetite. You'll love those tender pieces of chicken, good old-fashioned egg noodles, and delicious golden broth. It's nourishing good. Be sure you have your soup today. Campbell's Golden Chicken Noodle Soup. Couple Next Door is written by Peg Lynch and stars Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce with Margaret Hamilton and Francie Myers and is produced by Walter Hart. All's well that ends well, as the saying goes. Our final float in this year's parade of shows features the matriarch of the family calling her son downstairs. It's the Aldrich family. The Aldrich family, based on characters originated by Clifford Goldsmith, and starring Ezra Stone as Henry, with Jackie Kelk as Homer. Henry! Henry Aldrich! Coming, Mother! Impulsive, wide-awake teenage boy, each new day is like a surprise package. You open it, and all sorts of excitements pop out, as Henry Aldrich knows only too well. The scene opens in a classroom of Central High School. It is the morning of the day before Thanksgiving. we've only sold 20 tickets for our Thanksgiving dance tonight is because we have an appeal to the school spirit of our class. We've got to make them realize Central High is counting on them to put their shoulder to the wheel and get out there and dance. And if that doesn't work, I say let's get Miss Eggleston to give everyone who doesn't buy a ticket a detention. Yeah, sure. Madam Chairman! Madam Chairman, I object. That's against the Bill of Rights. The Bill of Rights, the Bill of Rights. Homer, show me one place in the Bill of Rights where it mentions a detention. It's there, Charlie. Read between the lines. Read between the lines. Or read between the lines yourself. I say give him a detention. No. Yeah, yeah. Order! Homer, the teacher kindly addressed your remarks to the chair. What chair? Me. Madam Chairman. Henry, I told you to sit down. But I've got a suggestion. Henry, every time you make a suggestion, it leads to trouble. Sit down. I make 
make a motion we hear Henry. Nobody seconds it. I'll second it. It's her. Why not? It's my motion. Oh. Okay, well, hurry it up, Henry. Thank you, Madam Chairman. <clears throat> Fellow members, I've been listening with a great deal of interest, pro and con, and I'm forced to ask myself... Are we whistling up the wrong tree? Henry, stop dragging in trees and get to the pond. What I mean is every year we go to these Thanksgiving dances and what happens? That's a good question. I'm glad it was brought up. I'll tell you. I'd be glad to. Why do we? To dance. What else did you expect? I'm glad you asked. I say let's climax our dance tonight with a good old-fashioned turkey run, and we'll sell every ticket we've got. A turkey run! Just when everybody's getting good and bored dancing with each other, we turn this 25-pound, milk-fed, country-raised turkey loose, and the one who catches him keeps him. That's just it. I know where we can lay our hands on a turkey for as little as five dollars. Five dollars? Henry, do you realize what turkeys cost today? Homer, there isn't a thing to worry about. You mean you've got a turkey up your sleeve? Madam Chairman! Madam Chairman! Madam Chairman! Won't the chair look at it this way? What you say? I'm not going in there again. He hates me. Now, Mary, calm down. But he does. The way he looks at me out of one eye. Mother, I've never seen anything so sneaky in all my life. But, Mary, the wash has to be hung out. And I'll hang it, Mother, but someone else has to go into the garage for the clothespin. Mary, really. I hate to tell you where he tried to bite me. He tried to bite you? My goodness. Goodbye, Alice. I'm leaving for the office. Uh, Sam, I'd like to speak to you first. Yes, nothing wrong. Sam Aldrich, for the last time, he has to go. Who? You know very well who. That turkey your brother John sent us. Alice, he's a wonderful turkey. He's milk-fed. Father, he couldn't possibly get that disposition from milk. Sam, you'll just have to get rid of him. Alice, are you sure we can't use him for our Thanksgiving dinner tomorrow? Now, dear, you know very well I have a clean, freshly dressed turkey in the refrigerator. Why not send him back to Uncle John? Now, Mary, that would hurt his feelings. Uncle John! Father, you can say anything to him. My goodness, the way we joke about his whole family. Mary, that's only his family. He's very sensitive about his turkeys. (laughs) Sam, why not just give it to someone? That turkey? Mother, who take it? Well, I'm sure there are many families in Centerville who aren't as fortunate as we are. And what better time is there for sharing what you have than Thanksgiving? Alice, that's an excellent idea. Uh, Why don't we give it to Mrs. Dixon? Of course, Sam. She has those three nice children to support. I'll drop the bird off at her house on my way to the office. Good. And be sure to put on your old clothes. What for? Dear, that suit just came back from the cleaners, and I won't have you killing a turkey in it. Uh, kill it? I... Now, Sam, don't tell me you're squeamish. Squeamish, Alice? Don't be silly. It's just that, that, well, I don't have a good sharp axe. How about a hammer? Mary. (laughs) Doesn't Will Brown have an axe? Yes. Yes, he does. I'll take the turkey right over to Will. I'll answer the phone. Mary, is the bird still tied in the garage? Yes, Father, but when you go in there, be careful you don't bend over. He's very unreliable. (laughs) Hello? Hi, Mother. Mother, the 
you could think of the best news I could give you, what would you say it was? Well, let me see. The best news of all. You got an A in Latin. Latin? Dear, I'm so proud of you. Mother, you're confusing the issue. What's Latin got to do with good news? Very well, I give up. I sold Uncle John's turkey. What? For five dollars. Agnes was tough, but when I suggested she could change to dungarees for the excitement, she came around. Around to what? To a turkey run, to a turkey run with Uncle John's turkey. But, Henry, we don't have Uncle John's turkey anymore. What? You mean he escaped? No, dear, your father's giving it away. Well, gee whiz, stop him, Mother, stop him. Now, Henry, Mrs. Dixon and her family deserve a nice Thanksgiving just as much as any member of your class does. But, Mother, they've already paid me the five dollars. What can I tell them? Just explain that the turkey is for a very worthy cause and that there's no reason why they can't use something else. What, for instance? Well, wieners. Mother... Who ever heard of a wiener run? But, dear... Boy, I just gotta get busy and dig up a turkey right away. Goodbye. Henry! Well, my goodness. Mother! Mother, you should have seen it. You should have seen it. Seen what? The turkey. He insisted on getting into the front seat with Father. Oh, my goodness. And you should have seen them driving down the street with the turkey trying to fly through the windshield. Oh, dear. Maybe I ought to have let that turkey go to Henry's dance after all. <laughs> Homer, did anybody notice I wasn't in study, period? No. But, Henry, you must have been out of your mind to buy a thing like that. Homer, you're upsetting Felix. Who? Felix, the duck. He was born with a name like Felix? I don't know, but I had to call him something. Henry, how are you going to explain to the dance committee? They've already got signs up all over the school about having a turkey run. Homer, a duck was all I could get for five dollars. Besides, gee whiz, he's much cuter than a turkey. He is. Don't you think so? Well, hold him up so I can get a better look. There. <laughs> Hello, Ducky Lucky. Oh. <laughs> Henry, he's smiling at me. <laughs> How can you tell? By the look in his eyes. <laughs> nice Ducky Lucky. <laughs> You're right, Henry. He is cute. Sure. And besides, we're we're doing whoever wins them a favor. How? Gee, every year it's the same old thing for Thanksgiving. Turkey, turkey, turkey. Don't you think they'll enjoy the novelty of eating a duck instead? Henry, wow. quiet. What's wrong? Do you think you should discuss a thing like that in front of the duck? Oh, gee whiz, I forgot. Now, open my locker for me, Homer. Okay. Henry, there's just one thing. Even if the committee says it's okay to have a duck run, how can you? What do you mean? Well, a duck doesn't run. It waddles. It what? Waddles, Henry, waddles. Homer, you're crazy. A duck runs as well as the next person. How can it with its toes stuck together like that? Look, Homer, I'll put Felix down and show you. There. Now, let's back away. You'll see. Here, ducky walkie. Here, ducky walkie. <laughs> Look at him run. Henry, that's waddling if I ever saw it. Oh, boy. Homer. Homer, where'd he disappear to? Right over the lockers. There he goes down the hall. After him, Homer, after him. Henry, what about my next class? Haven't you any school spirit? Our class has five dollars tied up in that duck. Come on. (laughs) 
about it coming, Will. Fine, Sam. Just a few more turns and it'll be sharp as a razor. Good. Uh, how did you dent your fender, Sam? Well, have you ever tried driving with a turkey in your lap? <laughs> Look, Sam, he's apologizing. <laughs> He's kind of a cute little fella. Hello, turkey worky. <laughs> Look at him, Sam. He's smiling at me. Is that a smile? Of course. Well, there we are. Just feel the edge of this axe, Sam. That's fine, Will. Fine. Well, <clears throat> go ahead, Will. Go ahead and what? <laughs> go ahead and use the axe. What? Nothing doing, Sam. Uh, why me? It's your axe, Will. Sure, but it's your turkey. Well, I know how you hate to have other people use your tools. Sam, this is one time I don't mind. Now, Will. Now, Sam! Come on, Homer. The duck tracks go right around this corner... Oh, boy, look at them. Well, at least he's easy to follow. Homer, did you find out how Felix got into art class in the first place? Well, the way I got it, they were painting this bowl of fruit, see? And the poor little fellow must have been hungry. He was? But what happened after that is really Miss Stewart's fault. If she hadn't let out a scream, Felix would never have flown into those paint jars. At least he could have picked out two jars of the same color. Look, red and blue tracks all over the place. Henry, look. His tracks stop right in the middle of the hall. They can't. He couldn't disappear into thin air. Henry, that's it. What? He started to fly. Homer, a school is no place for flying around. There's only one thing to do. What? Go into the principal's office here and ask them if anyone's seen a duck. Henry, you're crazy. But Felix has to be caught before he does some real damage. Hey, fellas. Charlie Clark. Hiya, fellas. Boy, the whole school's sure talking about our turkey run. They are, Homer. You see, I've got to find them. Find who? Wait here for me, Homer. I wish you'd reconsider, Henry. Henry isn't going into the main office, is he? Why not? Well, gee, I was just in there. I've never seen Mr. Bradley so mad. What about? Well, you know that fan in his office? Yeah. Well, he had it going, see, and some wise guy threw a whole bunch of feathers in it, and boy, you should see the place. Feathers? <laughs> All different colors. Mr. Bradley's threatening to expel the kid who did it. Oh, boy, Henry. Where are you going, Homer? Stop, Henry, before it's too late. Henry. Bradley will be right out, Henry. Thank you, Miss Shay. Henry, I've got to talk to you. Gee whiz, Homer, don't forget where we are. Henry. Miss Shay, have they located that, that student who was responsible? Not yet, Mr. Bradley. Oh, and Henry Otis would like to speak to you. Henry. Oh, I Henry, I'm too busy to speak to you now. But, Mr. Bradley. Whatever you've broken, just pay for it and we'll forget the whole thing. <laughs> uh, I haven't broken anything, Mr. Bradley. No? Are you sure? Positive. Mr. Bradley, did you know there was something on your shoulder? Where? Oh, it'll take me days to get the feathers out of this suit. You've had something to do with feathers recently? Oh, Homer, you stepped on my foot. I did. Mr. Bradley, that was Mr. Schultz, the janitor on the phone, and he says those feathers come from a duck. A duck? A duck? Oh, boy. A live one. What? They say that's ridiculous. A duck has no place in a public school. But that's what it was. Mr. Schultz said he saw it taking a bath in one of the drinking fountains. But, but... Oh. 
Ducks don't come in those colors. Well, Mr. Schultz can't explain that part of it, but he says that he knows a duck when he sees it. Mr. Bradley. Henry, don't interrupt. But Mr. Bradley, if Mr. Schultz could tell us which way the duck went, Homer and I'd be glad to look for him. We'll find the duck, Henry. And we'll also find out who's responsible for bringing a thing like that into Central High. We will. Oh, boy. back to the troubles of Henry Aldrich. While Mr. Aldrich is having turkey troubles of his own, the duck which Henry has been forced to buy for the class turkey run has flown the coop. The scene opens in a hallway of Central High School. It is the same day. Homer, you mean you saw the duck? Not personally. But he got into ancient history, see, and started heckling Miss Eggleston. Huh? She was reading to the class about Hannibal. He heckled Miss Eggleston? She thought it was Toby Smith and sent him home to get his parents. Oh, no. Henry, you better find that duck before Mr. Bradley does. I know, Homer, I know. Well, gee whiz, I never noticed that before. Noticed what? That eagle on top of George Washington's picture on the wall there. Homer. What's wrong? That's no eagle. That's him. Who? Felix, our duck. It is. Henry, he's changed. <laughs> Where are all his clothes? <laughs> Never mind that. Here, ducky Walkie, come down. Here, ducky Walkie. Come to Uncle Homer. Ah. Ah. <laughs> he doesn't trust us. Well, we haven't time to cultivate his friendship. Maybe I could knock him down with one of my shoes. Oh, no, Homer. You might hit George Washington. Felix, you come down here or I'll... Henry, you frightened him. Come back, Felix. I didn't mean it. Homer, after him. Henry, there he goes up the stairway. Come back. Don't go up there. Come back, Felix. You'll get in trouble. That's a down stairway. <laughs> Hello? Hello, Delaney's Butcher Shop. Oh, how do you do? Sam. I'm phoning about... Uh, just a minute, please. Uh, do you know what that turkey just did? Ate a whole quarter of a pound of Mr. Davin's candy kisses. Well, considering that he's going to be somebody's dinner soon, that's the least we can do for him. Oh, uh, hello. Uh, well, I've got the butcher on the phone. Hello, uh, I'm Mr. Ulrich, and I'm calling in reference to a turkey. Turkey? Yeah. They've been going like hotcakes, but I think I have one left. Uh, no, no. I already have a turkey. Oh, you're selling him. I'm sorry, but I can't get rid of the ones I've got. You don't understand. I have a live turkey, and I thought... I thought, uh... What would you charge to kill and dress it? Kill it? Yes. Well, I tell you, I'm afraid I couldn't do that. Why not? Well, I've just scrubbed my floors. Listen, Delaney, you're not squeamish, are you? Squeamish? Of course not. But just because I'm a butcher is no reason for doing somebody else's dirty work. Now, look. Goodbye. But... Uh, goodbye. Hey, listen, turkey, stay away from those hot water bottles. <laughs> hey, will he kill it for us, Sam? No. Oh, Oh, Sam, you know who might be willing to do it for us? Who? Dr. Collins. I hear he's a very handy man with a scalpel. No, well, we couldn't ask him. Uh, why not? He charges $25 a visit. <laughs> Besides, we look ridiculous. But, Sam, we've got to find somebody. Anything I can do for you, Mr. Aldrich? Why, uh... Mr. DeHaven, 
Have you had any experience with turkeys? Turkeys, I should say. You have? Sam, he's our man. If I do say so myself, we serve the tastiest turkey sandwiches in Centerville. Yes. Uh, well, would you consider... What's that? Yes, Mr. Rollins, is that your turkey? Oh, Mr. DeHaven, don't get upset. It was just an accident. Hey, hey, you turkey, get away from there. Yes, get away. Stop eating those pebbles. Pebbles? Those are bath salts, Mr. Rollins. Bath salts? At $3 a bottle. <laughs> I can take the time to eat lunch. Have you seen Henry here in the cafeteria? No, and can't you even sit down long enough to hear what happened in gym last period? Something happened? Sure, we were playing volleyball, see? And right in the middle of it, this bird tried to get into the game. A bird? Agnes, was it anything like a duck? No, it was different colors. More like a parrot. Oh, boy. And the girls were all... Oh, brown. What have I done? It's okay, kid. That's okay. But try it once more and I'll slap your face. Hey, yes, I didn't do anything. Don't kid me. There isn't anybody close enough to pinch me except you. <laughs> I pinched you? So you admit. Homer, did you have any luck? Uh, no. He was... I almost had him. I trailed him to orchestra practice, see? And he flew right into Albert Harris's tuba. Why didn't you grab him? Before I had a chance, Albert blew him out. <laughs> No one, Agnes, just someone. Henry, I certainly want to apologize. Apologize, Agnes? For being against your turkey run. Well, now that I think it over, Agnes, maybe you were right. No, I wasn't. The dance tickets are going like hotcakes. They are? Sure. Everybody's hoping to catch the turkey. They are? I hope it's a fast one. The whole track team just bought tickets from me. Agnes... Agnes, look, about that turkey. Henry Aldrich! What's the matter? Are you looking for a slap, too? Well, what did I do? I suppose you didn't pinch me. But gee whiz, no. Oh, so it was you again, Homer. Agnes, I give you my word. Well, somebody pinched me, and I dared him to try it again. <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> Homer! Where is he? Under the table. Get down there and grab him. I cut it out! I got him, Homer. I got him. Henry, let go of my hair. <laughs> there he goes under the next table. Your pardon? Oh, boy. Hello, Mr. Bradley. Are those feet attached to you? They are. Stand up, please. Mr. Bradley, I know you won't believe this, but I was really under the table on school business. You don't say. And what school business would take you under the teacher's lunch table? The teacher's table? Gee, how do we lose our direction like that? Oh, boy, there he is. Get that duck. Somebody get that duck. Uh, just a moment.
Henry. I think I'll go upstairs and take a hot bath and lie down. Yes, dear. Did you get the turkey to Mrs. Dixon? Yes, Alice, I got it to her. Good. And before I forget, here's something for you. Thank you, Sam. What is it? Bath salts. Bath salts? But, dear, why only half a bottle? Mr. DeHaven made me a special offer I couldn't say no to. Well, thank you, dear. What did Mrs. Dixon say, Sam? Say? When you gave her the turkey. Uh, Alice... Hello, Mother. Hello, Father. I don't go upstairs and get a bath right now. The water will turn cold. Henry, why are you coming home so late? Why, there was a little cleaning up at school I had to do. Well, dear, you'd better go upstairs and start getting dressed for dinner if you want to get to the Thanksgiving dance on time. Well, I'll tell you, Mother, that dance has sort of been postponed. Really? Why? Well, the student body's so worn out, they're in no shape to dance. Worn out? Yeah. From... Sort of a duck run we had in school today. <laughs> so we decided to postpone the dance and, until Christmas. Christmas? At first, but on second thought, we decided the whole school might not be back in shape even by Christmas. <laughs> so instead, we're going to have an Easter egg roll dance. Well, that sounds lovely. And, Mother... When Easter comes around, do you suppose Father might be willing to advance me $5? You see, the class is kind of depending on me to provide the eggs. Uh, well, I'm coming, dear. I wonder if duck eggs are cheaper. Uh, what is it, Sam? Alice, do you mind if I borrow those bath salts? Of course not. I'd like to get a little pleasure out of what happened today. Fine. And would you answer the phone, please, while I start dinner? All right. Hello. Hello, Mr. Aldrich. This is Mrs. Dixon. Oh, uh, yes, Mrs. Dixon? Mr. Aldrich, the reason I'm calling... Well, you see, I found a beautiful turkey tied to my back porch not more than half an hour ago. Well, uh, somebody probably wanted you to enjoy a happy Thanksgiving. Yes, it was very kind of them, but the point is I don't need it. My children found a lovely duck in school today. Duck? Yes, and practically all plop, too. <laughs> and, Mr. Ulrich, there's no one I'd rather see have this turkey than you. Me? But, Mrs. Dixon... Oh, he's a wonderful bird, Mr. Ulrich. All you have to do is kill him. Now, wait a minute. <laughs> again next week, same time, same station, for another sparkling half hour with your favorite youngster, his family, and his pals. The Aldrich Family, starring Ezra Stone, is written by Clifford Goldsmith. Well, that's going to finish out this year's Radio Theater Channel Thanksgiving Parade of Shows. From all of us here at the RTC, to all of you, wherever you are in the world, have a happy and safe Thanksgiving.